Hey guys, um, so re-recorded the intro, um, the original intro I did on the 24th, um, when I woke up in the middle of the night <laughs> because I didn't know what else to do, I was like, let me just record a podcast episode, anyway, um, and so I will talk, uh, I guess a little briefly, um, about the previous episode and how it connects to this one. So, I talked about the Merkaba um, as this amalgamation of the fractal universe, right? And the Merkaba uh, being this quote-unquote chariot to ascension, right? Um, what is ascension? Like, let's define ascension. I feel like this is another one of those words that like people throw out and it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? And like, you're right. What the fuck does that mean? I can, can, I can understand it, but like, let me find you guys like an actual definition and we'll talk about it. Mmm. Ooh, I love. Listen, the act of rising to an important position or a higher level. The ascent of Christ into heaven on the 40th day after resurrection. Ooh, resurrection, ascension. Yeah. And so I'm happy that those are the two main definitions. This is literally just like the dictionary. And it makes perfect sense, right? We talk about or people talk a lot about this idea of Christ or crystal consciousness. The shape of the Merkaba itself is crystalline, right? Um, the octahedron um, is very crystal-like. Um, it's a prism. Crystals are prisms. And so this Christ crystal consciousness is being able to operate in this space of divine understanding and conceptualization of the world in which you love unconditionally and trust unconditionally in the universe and its plan for you, right? Christ moved the way that he did and was accepting of the circumstances around him because he was the physical embodiment of divinity and he knew of the divine of God right and knew that his existence would not would not go you know would be you know would would not be in vain right um that his existence was something that could teach people something about how we are to move throughout the world, how we are to be accepting and understanding of the conditions that we experience for ourselves and others, but having the bravery and the wherewithal to stand up in times that we have to, to reinforce this desire and knowing that the world can be great for everyone, right? And he died for our sins. He died for, uh, you know, again, going back to the the way that sins are defined in the four agreements, where it's like a sin is a transgression against the self. It's every time you choose 
everything except you. That is a sin, right? Choosing against yourself, choosing against your path, right? Even if it's something that you've been programmed to fucking do. Um, in the original intro, I talked about psychocybernetics. I don't have to do that. Go listen to Amber Khan's episode of Revolution Ramblings about psychocybernetics. It's fantastic. Um, it talks about the inner child. Leo season is about the inner child. The person that you are functioning as right now is literally all of the settings and experiences of you as a child. Now, if you saw some fucked up shit during childhood, you can imagine that the way that you're processing and understanding the world is through that. If you, like most of us, by the age five had, you know, experiences related to, um, how people are treated because of their sexual orientation you know five is what kindergarten that's when you start learning and seeing fucking everything and you can like go walk and explore and see whatever the fuck you want to see right um related to race related to gender related to all of the different structures and and paradigms that exist within our world all of those things especially that being an age in which we can learn and read and take in not read but we're being taught and programmed based on the settings and conditions of those around us as well right that person is who is running the show at this moment and that's the idea that's the whole idea of psychocybernetics and choosing against that and to be quite honest this entire year has felt like a the psychocybernetics book um and this process of undoing and unlearning and as it is commonly talked about reprogramming the subconscious mind, breaking out of the existing patterns and ways of being, right? And that's what we're doing this season. And to be quite honest, I think it is incredibly beautiful um, how it's going to happen because this is another blind spot season, just like Gemini season because of all of this, you know, the Neptunian Pisces energy that's in the air, but all of this Saturnian uh, Capricorn energy that is in the air as well is really making it very difficult to see what direction that we're being steered into, but we're being asked to trust it anyway, right? And we really want to force the issue and like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And the universe is like, no. There is no need. The opportunities will present themselves. Do as I say. Stop resisting. Keep going with the flow, right? Um, patience. Look, honestly, just listen to Tame Impala this entire time, right? To like program your mind to like get in the flow and like just be okay with like the way that things are happening. Um, because we're about to be gifted some really great shit within the next month we just are I, I see it I've seen it I'm telling you you're gonna see it when I talk about this um it's just really good you know even though it's a blind spot it's like an awareness of like look like I had you do this thing and I had you face this because you're gonna need to take that information and what you learned there and apply it to this true not new this true way of being you will hear me like make that realization that like I should be saying true way of being instead of new way of being 
um that was as you can imagine I was very excited when when I said that anyway wow I'm so corny anyway and so this season is just uh, incredibly beautiful um it may not feel like it yet but it's getting there it's kind of like bittersweet you know it's like eh, that wasn't too bad like that was like I'm not I'm not upset with the way that things just happened. It could have been different, but like it's fine, you know? Um and just be like and the universe is like, all right, cool, let's keep going. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah, let's keep we're not done. Like, there's more shit to do. Let's go. And you're just like, uh, what? Yeah. Anyway, trust. Trusting. And like I know that what I, I'm saying right now sounds really easy. Trust me, I am on the side right now of someone who is having a very difficult time trusting the universe right now Um, because in my own life, things have been very confusing and the realizations have just been like, I don't, this isn't making sense. And they're like, yes, it does. You just weren't paying attention. I'm like, no, this is not paying, this is not making sense. What the fuck are you doing? What are you steering me down? Universe is like, yo, chill. Don't worry about it. Like, keep going, (laughs) you know? Um... The, I, this, this is, oh, Ascension. Yes. But that's what we were talking about. Can you tell I'm just very, I'm happy. Like when I'm happy, things are scatterbrained. They don't make complete sense, but they make sense. Cause like, I know you're going to listen to this. You're going to be like, ah, yes, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Just follow the train of thought. This is how I talk to my other, um, mutable friends all the fixed and cardinal sign friends are like, why do you communicate like that? Like, that's absolutely disgusting. I'm like, yo, like, get on the wave. Like, get you a mutable mercury. Get real mutable, period. Like, just get on it. Get on it. Get with it. It's cool. It's the wave. It's fun. It's exciting. Like, why talk about one thing when you can talk about seven things at one time and still finish all seven conversations? cardinal and fixed signs can't do that they don't have the range anyway i'm joking calm down ascension so you know the chariot of ascension so like the idea of ascension and i guess i did speak to this in this true way of being this heart-centered way because the merkaba the chariot of ascension is activated by being heart-centered what do you do to be heart-centered you open yourself to complete and total faith and surrender to the universe you roll with the punches every opportunity that you're given to open your heart and do something different you take it if you fail it's fine try again keep going the universe says thank you for fucking trying let's keep going the previous example that i had given of this is a strange one but listen um, if anyone has watched the show, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, season two, if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry, I'm about to spoil it for you. Oops, sorry, not sorry. It's fine. You're not, I'm not telling you anything that deep, right? Well, it is that deep because I'm sharing it, but like in terms of like the plot of the story, right? So we all know end of season one, if you haven't watched season one by now, that's your own fault. She signs the the book of the dark lord this is about to sound so weird given the fact that i was just talking about christ like maybe five minutes ago she signs the book of the dark lord right and so she basically becomes like a fucking witch right and so because she is now um 
the, you know, signed her name in blood to bow to the Dark Lord, Lucifer, Satan, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. Um, Because of that, she has to prove her loyalties to him by hearing she hears through uh clairvoyant slash intuitive psychic insight um not clairvoyant clair um clear audience clear yes clear audience she hears like yeah like you need to steal some gum Dark Lord is like, steal the gum. And Sabrina being Sabrina, oh no, I can't, oh my god, I can't steal the gum. You know, oh my god, I stealing, oh my, <laughs> you know. And so she goes to, you know, the voice already told her, like, you gotta do it. And she asks her aunt, like, yo, if the Dark Lord is whispering shit to me, telling me to do shit, like, what do I do? And they're like, bitch, you need to go do it. And she's like, fuck, I gotta go steal. So she goes to the store. And she is trying to, she takes the gum and Mrs. Wardwall, which is a teacher who is basically, who's actually Lilith disguised as a teacher um, and like doing like the Dark Lord's bidding. But at this point in the plot is, I guess, working against the Dark Lord for some odd reason, actually not for some odd reason, for patriarchal reasons, right? Um, You have to watch the show to understand. Anyway, um comes up to Sabrina is like yo fam like you stealing gum and she's like no I'm not stealing gum I was gonna put it back and she puts it back right because she's like she got caught and like blah 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 and she's like oh I can't do it so you know the next um sequence of things she's asked again to do something else and it's more intense than the stealing gum like eventually it gets to her like having like steal her friend's man or some other shit and you know it just she keeps neglecting to do the tasks right and clearly the tasks was very like small like things that she is capable of doing if she steps outside of her comfort zone just a little bit just a little bit like you step out just a little bit and you could do this thing granted we're talking about things that um we don't find socially acceptable right but hey it for the the way that the show is this makes sense right and so the final thing that he asks her to do um is to burn down the high school she used to attend um because she refused to do all the other steps right and so she and if she doesn't do it I feel I think like the dark lord was gonna like kill her friends or some shit like that and she's like oh I don't want my friends to die like oh I can't you know and so she puts the gasoline in the school and she sets that shit on fire and he was like well done child (laughs) so funny and she sees that the school doesn't burn down and she was like wait what like I thought I was gonna I was supposed to burn the school like blah 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 and it's like no I just needed to know that you trusted me that you trusted my plan and my will right are you getting it are you guys picking up what I'm putting down um And she demonstrated that she did. So she didn't have to do any of this shit that seemed so difficult to her anymore. And even in doing this thing that seemed so scary and so, oh my God, I can't do it. She was at a point in which she saw that if she had just trusted 
this before, the level of intensity of the things that she would be asked to do would not, you know, it wouldn't make a difference, you know? That being said, as I close out this very long intro, you are being prompted and pushed and tinkered with to do things that are pushing you to the point in which you make that decision, you choose that thing, you unapologetically express yourself through the most heart-centered way so that you can receive that which is the most fulfilling to you, that wish and dream that you've longed for, that you've been crafting for so very long, right? It's coming. It's Leo season. Are you guys excited? Are you excited? You should be excited. Uh, I, I personally, as I have said multiple times, really loved this episode um, because it was from heart. And that's what Leo season is all about. And I, there was just, I did not say Leo season was going to be easy, but there was just an overwhelming sense of positivity and just unconditional love trust and support from the universe and like I just so beautiful like the chart for the eclipse is just why do I keep calling it an eclipse my god for this um new moon is so fantastic so we're talking about the new moon, we're talking about the lunations and the conversation that the moon has been having to push us and nurture us and grow us into this new beautiful being that we're slowly becoming, where our entire life is just in alignment. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, we're not being asked to face anything that we don't have the strength to face. Just remember that, you know? Write it down. Put it on a wall. Like, nothing that is in front of you right now is insurmountable. Yes, SAT words. But, like, yeah, you can do it. You got it. All right? Cool. Going to take a quick break. Pause if you need to because you got, like, an hour of content coming your way um, after this break. Awesome. Welcome back. Okay. Whoo. This episode has been so fucking hard to just finish. Like. In. You know. When I was trying to do it. uh, With cards. Because I was like. Oh let me just do all of Leo season. Like blah blah blah. No. We're going to talk about three things. Four things. Um, I've already started to talk about Leo season, but now we're going to talk about the lunations. We're going to talk about the last quarter moon. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Last quarter moon that was on the 24th. The new moon that is on the 31st. And who... Yo, this is crazy. Shit. 
fourth quarter moon and then the uh first quarter moon um on the seventh we're not gonna talk about the full moon though because we're just not because we always have a separate episode for that right and I have some other fun things planned for all of you I'm so excited okay let me stop talking about the future let me start talking about now even though I'm talking about the future I'm sorry I'm excited anyway it was difficult um but one thing that I kept seeing in the the cards when I was trying or attempting to do it was this energy of like hold on like stop 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 planning stop this stop doing all of that chill it's coming I promise I'm trying to give you what you want like literally the cards like every time I was going aspect for aspect it was like y'all need to chill so background 24th um the last quarter moon oh this is fun we're opening up the spiral of life again I'm trying to memorize these Uh, it's still something that I'm trying to memorize and and I haven't yet going through a traumatic psychological reorientation in order to allow something new to come into the old patterns of behavior or attitude I'll read it again why are people sending me shit from the shade room anyway going through a traumatic psychological or reorientation in order to allow something new to come into the old personal patterns of behavior or attitude so when the moon was in taurus on that day there is an overwhelming desire to use the same tried and true tricks of this established way of being that we have to reorient ourselves into a new path a new way of doing of being and we are being told by the universe that no that's not how it's gonna work like you saw all of that hard work that you did in cancer season cool i'm trying to reward you i'm trying to provide you with what it is that you truly want what you truly need and the thing between the um the relationship between as i have said leo and taurus it is a square so there's a point of tension and it's like yeah i want to do it but i don't want to do it that way i want to do it this way i will change but only like this i will i'm sorry i'm talking about fixed signs there is no change anyway yeah i want that but i'm only going to do it like this and it's like okay but like you haven't do that right and one thing that i saw was like this idea of you can't have your cake and eat it too something has got to give are you going to have this new beginning this new direction or are you going to be stubborn and not trust me and what I have planned for you because I want you to shine bitch and I want you to shine the way that you want to shine right and yeah so there was especially in my own life this tension that I've seen over a a couple of weeks. So it's definitely been like a progression where it's like, 
you know, realizing the things, like wanting what I want, but like not really wanting to change anything because it makes me extremely uncomfortable and it requires me to be extremely vulnerable and requires me to show up in a way that is so different than I'm used to being, right? And it's just like, I feel safe doing this, right? That's the the moon and Taurus thing. It's like, I feel safe navigating life in this way. Like, this is what feels safe to me. I, no, I don't want to do that because that shit seems dangerous. And and it's like, no, like, chill. Like, do the... And it's like, no, 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 no. And so having to confront the stubbornness of that and realizing that the universe understands that it's a process, but giving you the time and the space to try things and see how it works, right? It's like, yo, trust me. You know, that's the, the Uranus square the sun um on the what day was that or did it not happen yet hold on i'm sorry oh it's not doing it yet my bad well the uranus is squaring the sun today it's like yo like let's let's take this little risk like let's do this right um the moon meets up with uranus and they're like look ah, that's what it was the moon met up with Uranus on the 25th, so last Thursday. And there was just this energy of kind of like coaxing and feeling out and like, yeah, you know, what if, you know, you look like I get it like I understand the security thing but like we gotta if you want life to look different like we gotta try something a little different right so the moon is talking to Uranus and is like you're really loud and you're in my face like and you might have found like the information the realizations the the leap the breakthrough the breakdown that you're asking to accept was just very in your face right Um, And it was like, I don't know if I can do this. And, you know, the moon was like, I get it. And you're in, you know, the moon's like, I don't know if I can do this. And you're in, this is like, I I get it. Like, I, I understand. Like, I am very uncomfortable with where I am right now in this sign. Like, this is about stability. And, like, we're just completely reforming the structure and the way that we see value and the way that we show up and the way that we are. Like, I get it. It's hard. It's difficult. Bear with me, right? Um, and so the moon carries that. That's is what I love, right? Because it's cycles. All the cycles intertwine. So the moon is carrying this this conversation that it's having with each planet, right? And... Um, when the moon gets to oh that was so sad it almost had an opportunity um the moon got to venus i'm sorry the moon got to gemini on saturday and was sextile to uh venus that had re uh, that had newly entered um leo right love 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 both of those placements um there's just a charm um, and magnetism that is exuded by like Venus and Leo. Like everyone just becomes like a little hotter when like Venus is in Leo, right? Uh, or it just becomes really easy to like smooth talk people, right? It's just cool. And so that meeting up with this 
you know, Gemini energy where there's just like this opportunity to kind of like lean into newness, to lean into the possibility. You know, the thing that people don't ever really mention about Leos is how secretly like dreamy um, and daydreamy and nostalgic they are. We touched, talked about this a little bit when we talked about Mercury entering um, Leo, right? Um, in the way that they romanticize reality um, and put on a show and perform. And in a way, our interpersonal relationships began became kind of like a testing or will be a testing ground for this newfound sense of self that we are carrying from cancer season right it's like let's test this thing out right like I can try to be new me right and the moon in Gemini is like yeah like let's form some new habits and ways of being let's try some things out like let's be different like let's let's do this different like let's interact with people different like let's go try to be social like let's go have fun like let's just like smooth and like flirt and blah 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 like let's do all the things right is what uh was kind of going on um and so if you could see in your own life there being this progression of from intensity to ease but then like this return to intensity because the moon was doing a lot on yesterday um yeah I definitely felt it shit um and now the moon is in cancer and so there's like this short time window um leading up to ah yeah this is very important to mention this short time window leading up to Wednesday the 31st in which there's kind of like this reactivation of all like the feelings and emotions and things that we realize felt see saw see you know all that is just like resurfacing right especially as the moon um is conjunct mercury which is retrograde still um on uh, 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 the 30th tomorrow in the evening and it's just like wow this is a lot to process this is a lot to take in like how different life can be and how life different life is about to be you know um in whatever way that could be in work school uh your love life in your family life in your home um with your hobbies with your friends you know seeing that this burden that's kind of like lifted um or moved or being shifted or slowly being kind of like chipped at chipped away very very slowly but it's happening I promise um and it's like you know we're not the results aren't fast enough the results in some instances may not be on our terms but it's fucking happening right one thing that I did mention in a previous iteration of my attempt to record this episode is this relationship between Leo and Capricorn, this relationship between the Sun and Saturn. Time uh, is intrins- is deeply related to the Sun. We can tell the time of day by where the Sun stands in the sky, just as though as well as time is constrained by the movement of the Sun, right? And we, in a way, can see that this 
creation um, or even just reinforcement of boundaries and way of being um, are extremely necessary to allow the sun to do its job. And so when we think about that for ourselves, right, it's like there are limitations, there are ground rules around the way that we can show up for ourselves. And again, given all of these eclipses that we've had crossing over the south node, it's like, no, let's not abandon um, structure. Let's not abandon um, you know, what it is that we can and uh, want and the limitations and boundaries completely, like lots of the shit has to go, but there are still things that we can learn about responsibility and accountability, especially the responsibility and the accountability that we have to ourselves, right? One thing that kind of came up a lot that I saw and that even I've kind of experienced myself is really trying to formulate my idea of whatever my next move is, whatever that next thing, whatever that 10 of cups, uh, the star card, you know, the world, ace of pentacles, ace of cups, ace of whatever the fuck, trying to utilize and pull other people into the way that I'm trying to define that. And it's kind of maddening, right? And just kind of like realizing like if I continue to do and move on the terms of everybody else and what I think they'll want and what they'll accept from me like I'm not gonna win you know when you an actor is acting in a film you know they take on that role in that way that they are they can't worry about the the fucking commentary of the fucking peanut gallery doesn't fucking matter whatever they have to say can be They can say that when the show is over, you know, and in that same way, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to create and build for yourself, it doesn't matter. You have a show, you know, that you have to put on. You have a show that has to be completed, right? We can't get limits, you know, the possibility um, of the show by kind of bringing in unnecessary opinions, thought forms, patterns, behaviors that are just so last year that are so like, 18th century like what like let's do something different right and so we're just kind of being eased and like pushed into this new direction with these deep profound insights that we have come across during this retrograde I have never experienced a mercury retrograde so intense in my entire fucking life usually my laptop just breaks this time it's like my life is breaking but like in a good way but like in a scary good way you know Anyway, and so to talk about the chart for um, the new moon, let us remember or recall what a new moon is. Yes, awesome. Projecting an ideal of your e- or an ideal or your ego, plunging into new experiences and becoming a part of them. Like I said being eased and slowly pushed into this phase of life in which we are to embody ourselves in a completely new way. Remember, this um, full moon, or this new moon, my bad, is the continuation or the follow-up of the new moon that we had, or the full moon that we had back in um, what's it called? Uh, January 
the uh, the Aquarius uh, during Aquarius season, where it's like we were confronted by, and this of course is all a continuation of last season, right? Where it's like we were confronted with the uh, past ideas of who we are, you know, and the way that we've shown up in the world. All of that being faced off with this idea of how we feel like we're supposed to make sense of ourselves in a collective, in a group of people, you know, with friends, with our social groups that we're a part of, you know, how we're making a a tangible difference or affecting change in the world on both a, a micro scale and a macro scale, right? Because even just by you being you and you existing, you are shifting and changing the fabric of now, right? Because we are a part of a collective, right? Oneness. Um, and so having to kind of contend with this feeling that who you are will not allow you to belong. And that in belonging, there is so much of yourself that you have likely sacrificed, Right. Um, or you felt that you had to sacrifice, which is why it felt safe to be and act and show up in a particular way, right? And so with that, um, sorry, getting distracted. (laughs) Life. Um, With that, it's like, sorry, my mouth is incredibly dry. I need to drink water. What the fuck was I even saying? See, anyway, my mind. Um, you know, with that, you know, and feeling like, ah, it, it was safe to be this way. And it's like, just try something different. Just try to show up differently. See how that happens. See what works when you just try. Like, take a kind of calculable risk in this particular direction, something that reinforces what you need to feel valued, reinforces what you need to feel safe, but in a way that is conducive to moving forward, that's conducive to creating this new way of, and better, right? Better way of being yourself and showing up in the world. The sky is so gorgeous um, on this day. I know that I've said that I'm kind of stepping away from kinkunxes and um, inconjuncts, or as I've referred to them before, as aversions. Um, These are the planets that are on the side, the signs that are on the side of one sign, right? So in the case of Leo, that would be Cancer and um, Virgo. Um, or opposite, or on the sides of the sign opposite. So, of course, the opposite sign of Leo is Aquarius. So, Pisces and Capricorn are in conjunct or in aversion to Leo. Okay? Bam. Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right. Um, when you have an aversion to something, that there is a strong distaste for something, right? There is a, it's something that you kind of walk around of. Or you can't quite get with it. You're like, ah, 
I don't really fuck with broccoli like that. I hope no one is like out here not fucking with broccoli because broccoli is delicious. Anyway, um, and so there is this nice yod. And so what is a yod? A yod is a, it's a isosceles triangle. Ooh, yes. Yes, geometry. I remember. Anyway, can y'all look? I'm sorry. I'm just the Leo energy. It just feels so good. Um, I'm a fire sign. I've been washed the fuck out by this cancer shit. And so I'm just happy to have Venus all up on my sun right now. Yo, Venus on your sun, bitch. You just feel like that, bitch. Venus on my sun. Mars is about to be on my Venus. So like, hey. Anyway, um, and so it just it just feels the sky just feels really good and very energizing. Even though like I physically just feel like drained, but like mentally I'm like ah keep going. Oh my god, do this, do that, do that. Oh my god, jumping, fun, exciting. Anyway, back to the point. Talking about yodes, and so the yod is referred to as the finger of God. Um, it is kind of like a given. It's an isosceles triangle. There is a sharp point. That point is the uh mars and leo um and it is on the other ends of the triangle we have neptune retrograde in uh, in pisces um with the south node pluto and saturn um on the other sides in capricorn right and so there's this ah remember what you wanted remember that dream remember Remember, we're breaking up with like old systems and ways of being. Okay, you get it. All right, cool. So now what you need to do is experiment with this new way of being through your actions. Show the world that you're ready. Show the universe that you're ready for the things that it's asking you for. See, the the Neptune element of things really, to me, put in perspective, like, when I'm seeing, like, all this Ten of Cups, Wish Fulfillment, Ace of Cups, I'm like, where is this coming from? And it's like, when, you know, it's like a coach, right, where the coach is like, yo, like, just give me a little bit more, right? And what they're doing is they're coaxing you, and they're pushing you to a point where, you know, you're pushing yourself beyond your limits of what you think you can do until they get you to the point that they know that you can get to, right? So it's like this, the universe is kind of like playing this game, uh, for lack of a better word, with us where it's like, look, like all of this deep, intense work, you know, the South Node has not moved. It is in the same, the South and North Nodes are in the exact same place that they were during the eclipse. And so is um, Pluto. And so is Neptune. A lot of what's happening in the sky is relatively stagnant. And so, like I said, when the slow moving planets are constantly responding to the faster moving planets, right? This, the moon is the fastest moving planet in, in the sky, right? And so it's kind of like carrying this conversation, this progression you know, this cycle, the cycles, yes, cycles are about growth, right? So it's carried through its cycle, it's just carrying and moving things along and trying to foster and create and grow something new. And what they're trying to grow is you, right? And so when the moon catches up to Mars on the, yo, this is exciting, the flow, do you guys hear this? Like, I'm just coming through with these messages. Y'all hear this shit? 
when it meets up with it on the first on the first day of august bitch y'all look um it is just this really just like okay cool you get it you see it you've created and crafted the vision you're testing it i'm pushing you you're going let's test it let's put it in action do something right a lot of what we've been primed to understand and learn um is doing by being and i think in a way this also is that like the being is like being yourself and embodying yourself in the truest and rawest form regardless of how anybody's gonna fucking take it right you know Halle Berry was in Catwoman and she thought she was that bitch right and we talk about how this movie to this we talk about how this movie is fucking trash at the end of the fucking day Halle Berry is still fucking Halle Berry um Halle Berry still made money off that movie and we still talking to about that shit to this day shit it's an internet memes right she won you know it doesn't matter she showed up she did it's so funny that it's the Catwoman is the example right but like she showed up and she did what she had to do what she could do you know she was herself which is a a subpar actress let's just be honest and it still worked for her it doesn't matter that's how she's meant to show up that's just how she's meant to be yo don't at me on this Halle Berry is a subpar actress shit I don't want to I don't want to hear it I actually believe that she might be a Leo or a Virgo let me check um am I moving too fast am I saying too much oh my god what's happening yeah she is a Leo and she was born in 1966 excuse me what anyway um yeah she is a leo born on the 14th and so her birthday is gonna be oh when uh oh the day before the full moon that's exciting um yeah and so what was i saying yeah but like you know it's this this idea of like just showing up as you for you we talked about this last year if you've been listening if you haven't go back and listen being you for everybody right there is a very unique and special role that you play in this construct right and you can't do it with limitations you if you're gonna act and perform in this physical body go all out you know no regrets like yes i anyway ignore me (laughs) i've been saying that like all week because I'm just so corny anyway and so like just do you just like be you you know and I'm not saying that as if it's like easy but I'm saying it the way that the universe is kind of doing it they're like well duh and you're like oh my god well that I me doing this thing wasn't that bad like yeah sure like this person is gone or this is gone but like I didn't need or want those things anyway and the universe is like exactly keep going okay, I I got rid of this and I, this wasn't that bad. Like I feel and I see that things are just so much better. I just bought, yeah, I know. Keep going, keep going. And like, oh my God, this is kind of scary. Yes. Keep going is what the universe is saying. Doing by being internal movement to yes. Internal movement to spark external movement. That Leo fire, the sun is a core, it radiates energy, right? It just shows up. It just shows the fuck out, you know? Chiron is in a trine to Venus. It's very, oh, I love another aspect that I love. You can find healing 
you can find beauty, um, security in self through, and this has been an aspect since Saturday. It's just a really, you know, the next week or so, um, with this Chiron trying to, uh, Venus is just such a great time to be vulnerable, um, and be very honest, uh, about, you know, your insecurities about like who you are and how you show up about masculinity, about your identity, you know, with your friends, with a lover, like whoever, you know, and just letting it all just kind of come out and even like letting the interpersonal relationships that have with you that you're having and these interactions with that you're having with people be a reinforcement of the fact that you don't need to cling on to those insecurities that you have about how you show up and about who you are Ooh, I'm gonna read from an article that was just published today by Alice Sparkly Cat. I posted it in my story. Go read it. It talks about the the distance, um, the order between the order of Mercury, Venus, and the Sun, and what that means in a birth chart. Yeah, this is important. And it's just like a really just great time to just be raw and honest, you know? And to be raw and honest with this level of insight mind you venus is stopped at the point in which uh, mercury had went retrograde it is at five degrees venus so all of this deep and intense work that you've been doing you know emotionally and the realizations it's all coming full circle and you have this opportunity to test this shit out look like I even see just in the way that the chart is the universe is like I got you like I'm not pushing you into making doing or saying or being any way that I don't feel that you're not capable of doing but I'm pushing you because I know that what you want is so fucking close look if you have been waiting for something to come through go with this flow you know, align with this fixed fire energy and just beam and just shine and just be very just heart centered and just like in the flow and just like in the space and the process of like, I will and I can and I will get what it is that not not what I want, right? Sometimes what we want is what we need, but we will get what we need, right? Like what will truly make us happy which is incredibly beautiful and it's even it's more profound that like I can see it like in the way that the chart is right this day um mercury stations so that's even more power it stations to go direct on that day as well so in this moment in which venus meets up with this point ooh 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 guess what time this eclipse is at or that ooh why did i say eclipse it might as well be shit it's so intense um guess what time this new moon is at guys just guess just guess 11 11 it's at 11 11 and like 
one of my first interactions with synchronicities, I saw 11, 11 on the clock. And a really great friend of mine, I just, I feel like I sound very like all over the place and very like scatterbrained in this episode, but it's fine. We're, it's okay. I feel like you guys are getting the point. Um, but one of my first interactions with synchronicities was in high school. Great high school friend named Rocio. Um, so sweet, so beautiful, so everything. Um, I was like, oh, it's eleven eleven, and she looked me like in the. I don't know what her sign is, but it has to be something that's just so charming and just so beautiful. Like either she has to be like a Leo, a Libra, or a Taurus because she just looked me in the eye and she was like, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish, and I was like, yeah, like that makes sense like why wouldn't I it's ones right it's about beginnings and we reduce 11 11 down and it's four and four is about stability they're about structure right and so wishing making a wish you know um we talked about wish fulfillment upon this really great opportunity to bring in this new cycle of being and I know that this sounds redundant the chart is pretty redundant. It's like, hey, yeah, this thing is here and this thing and this thing and this thing. Um, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a, it's just a really beautiful chart that I'm going to post for you guys um, on tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, but uh, Wednesday. Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday. Um, wow, yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't have anything else to say. There's still that um, square between the sun and the moon and Uranus where that calculated risk that you were asked to take last weekend um, or this past weekend um, or even just like over the last couple of whatever, you know, it's like I just I'm pushing you. I'm coaxing you. Come on, let's do this. Right. And when the moon catches up with Mars, well, the moon is going to catch up with Mars. And then the sun is going to catch up with Mars. And then Venus is going to catch up with Mars. Now, to be quite honest, I feel like the magic is when Venus catches up with Mars. Now, if we look at, like, symbolically, Venus is a a yonic symbol and um, Mars is a phallic symbol, right? And so the joining of the masculine and the feminine um embody this creation energy so this formulation of something new and so that will be on the this is awesome you guys oh i'm so happy i waited to do this shit sorry i'm looking at my calendar to find it Looking for the Venus symbol. Hmm. Where is it? This is so annoying. I'm sorry. Hold on. It has to be... Because uh, they do it in order of the... This is so irritating. 
yo, this shit is convenient sometimes. It's not convenient other times. Um, I'm talking about my, my Llewellyn calendar. Venus. Ah. Oh, it's like later, later in the month. The 24th. Oh, look. So, let me tea. Listen. So, um, for lots of people, especially when it comes to, like, relationship breakthroughs, um, which, you know, the, the Venus-Mars energy is, you know, relationship-related um, as well. Um, the 24th. Um, lots of people were, like, um, saying collectively some people may have came. Mm, if you are someone on a twin flame journey, um, the... Uh, not that that has to be the part but in terms of like coming into um meeting a new potential partner or whatever um the 20 the 20 they were saying um Taurus season and Virgo season um were prime times for that and that makes sense you know Virgo season about the harvest you put in the work you get the things right um, and so, you know, creative projects, if you're looking for new ways to make money, connecting with more people, all of that great stuff kind of culminating on that, um, at that point, if you're trying to get pregnant, the 24th. Um, so that's, um, something to kind of keep in mind. Uh, and yeah, and the moon is in Gemini on that day. That's cute. Um, Virgo season literally starts the day before that, right? So this, that culminating point will be the 24th. So of this, all of this energy kind of being carried, um, after that, the sun will have touched that point, um, with Mars and introduced this plan of how to integrate this new way of, I'm sorry, this not new way of being, but this like true way of being right. Um, into that, right. Cool. That is exciting. Um, let me talk about the the order of ooh actually let me read to you guys the um Chandra symbol for the moon for the new moon and then we will talk about the order of Mercury, Venus, and the Sun. That was the order. Um, and its impact on this chart. See, we learned something in the we integrate it. That's what you do. It's fun, right? Um mm. my mouth is so dry. Oh my god. Um the Sandra symbol, so we're doing nine degrees. Leo, because we round up. Ooh, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. Oh my God. Listen. 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 Oh my God. Okay. Glass blowers shape beautiful vases with their controlled breaths. The need to involve one's most spiritual and vital energies in the creative act, in the creative act if it is to produce significant and beautiful new forms. I like that. I really like that. The breath represents the power of the spirit, animator of all living manifestations. 
Because the glass blower uses his breath to shape the glass vessels, he is a fitting symbol of how deeply any creative and individual any creative individual has to involve his total being into creation. He is also using the spirit of fire, the fire of the spirit, transpersonal inspiration, or in another sense, the fire of deeply felt emotions. Any creative activity which does not involve both the breath and the fire cannot transform into beautiful artworks. In or indeed in any new or indeed into any new form of order, raw materials, the remains of the past, the sand, the moon, you guys, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, This stage of the sequence symbolically shows us the technique required in true and successful transforming activity. It always implies creative intensity. Now, Going back to what I was saying about the the analogy of like a track coach, right? Where it's like pushing you and like increasing the intensity of the motion, but also really fine tuning the ability to perform, you know, that push is the difference between being first place and being second place. It is the different, ooh, ooh, how this is about to come together. It is the difference between the point oh five like the milliseconds that allowed you to win versus somebody else winning in the competition right time and its intrinsic relationship with us showing up and us being and us pushing ourselves to that point right wasn't that good do you like how all of this came full circle anyway oh oh my god okay um yeah it's beautiful okay now let me read this so alice sparkly cat who is like the coolest astrologer on this fucking earth. I had an opportunity um, to throw some of my stupid ideas at them while I was at the Broadly Astro Conference back in Sagittarius season. Look, fire seasons just really just help you find that like that divine spark within you. That's why they're so beautiful. Um the article is called what mercury and venus retrograde actually do it's so good it's so good anyway let's talk about mercury venus sun so this is a time in which both of these planets are morning stars both planets are morning stars now meaning that they're on the lookout for the next new thing. Right now, we're curious about the world and everything is flexible enough for us to really learn a new thing. We're sick of the same old things and want something fresh. It's easier to admit when we don't know something. Ooh, I like this. If you were born with this pattern, you are a curious person. You're always looking for new ideas to bring to people and can jump around from one thing to another getting tired of something when other people show interest in it. That is so funny. I wonder who I know who has that. Mm. I can't think of anybody. Anyway, it was fun while I tried. Um, but yeah, isn't that beautiful? Like what? Like, it's awesome. 
But yeah, and so with this relationship between, again, with Mercury literally stopped, it's about to start going direct. It's like, ah, okay, with all of the information that I gained, like, let's go back through this process, right? So everything that's happened since the... When did Mercury go retrograde? I'm trying to find it. Since the 7th up until the 31st all of that shit you about to we about to replay all that shit we're going forward motion though right we're gonna make the actual decisions and that's another thing um that i love so much about mercury retrograde although we feel so limited by the construct of time we have plenty of it right uh there's always time to go back and reflect and even you know but also what i will say is that you know the cancer season pressure cooker that we felt that continued with mercury retrograde in cancer the pressure of time allowed space for things that were getting in the way things that really needed to surface to come up so that they can truly be dealt with because these things have everything to do with this new chapter, with this new um, cycle that we're kind of going into. Cards that I pulled for myself that actually seem to be very relatable to all of this. I had the bottom of the deck was the Ace of Pentacles and the Queen of Wands and the Seven of Pentacles and the Temperance card. I'm going to stop right there. So opportunity being brought to you being offered something somebody or something making some sort of offer to you because of the authenticity um, and the courage and the bravery that you have in being yourself and standing in yourself reaping the benefits seeing the harvest or starting to see the the seeds or the 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 fabrics the, the whatever the fucks kind of come in from your ability to be on point kind of fine-tuned to the details and changes and risks that you needed to take right and it just being a matter of like hold on just be patient it's coming i promise it's manifesting it's happening it's happening calm down right um and honestly under that is the magician and the and the magician in reverse and i think it has a lot to do with again mercury retrograde where it's like you need to be patient because we nothing new is kind of like coming or happening um, in terms of these breakthroughs with the information and the whatever the fucks until like the third week. So like two weeks from now. So like the third week of August, like we, that's when Mercury will kind of clear, um, its space. The cards that I actually pulled were the star, the hanged man and the world wish fulfillment arising because of a new perspective right the retrograde nature of things and a new form of enlightenment that allows us to close out a cycle and move on to a new one right and then on top of that the world represents the fixed sign modalities which is what we're in and so this entire leo season is to be quite honest this really just huge reset right and we're working our way up to Lionsgate, 
which is on the 8th of August. 8-8 is Lionsgate, right? And we have this opportunity to try... Ooh, and then on Lionsgate, the moon is going into... Oh, I love it. Um, Into Sagittarius. The day before that is the first the second quarter moon where'd my book go let's define and then we're gonna go where i literally just had this book in my hand you guys like i'm literally sitting in one space like i don't know where the fuck it went did it fall shit oh it's under this lap okay wow i'm stupid okay no i'm not stupid i just missed something see you guys don't call yourself stupid anyway the first quarter move changes being made in the environment in order to break out of past conditioning tearing down old structures and moving out to build new ones see that moment in which the moon is in scorpio and we're being asked to trust ourselves and trust this new way and also trust that the past is not something to fear. It's not a place that we have to revisit in an uncomfortable way. We can trust that we will be able to release um, what has come before right and release the patterns the habits the ways of being this frame of mind that we've had about the world and go into this brand new really beautiful direction on that day um the sun is trying jupiter so again just reinforcing that really beautiful energy around the dream and growth and what you really want and desire for yourself it's just gonna be and the moon is gonna oh my god the moon is gonna try neptune it's just gonna be so cute like it just is like the it's just cute as fuck anyway and then Lionsgate is the next day and we have this opportunity to step into this gateway of newness a new way of being right my god you guys Leo season is beautiful already. It's going to continue to be beautiful. Trust the process. Be patient. Be understanding. Just no, 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 no. Just no. And that's no with a K and a W at the end, not N-O, right? Just know that all of this is just really going to look really beautiful by the end of August. And my only caveat with that is that that will only be reflective of the amount of work that you put in that looks very different for lots of people for somebody it may just be moving into a new apartment for other people you know and i'm that's very superficial way of looking at it but like just knowing that whatever kind of comes and happens to you whether it's even as small as somebody offering you a fucking job somewhere even if you don't want the job it's reflective of all of the space that has been opened up inside of you because of all of the really deep and intense work that you've been doing this is just a season this season and virgo season are just about to be incredibly beautiful like they just are like 
if you don't believe that, that's fine. But like, it's just, I see it, I feel it, and I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. This episode just feels really, really good. I didn't have this frame of mind or frame of understanding a week ago when I tried to record this shit. I didn't have this frame of mind on Sunday when I tried to record this shit. I'm happy that I recorded it today, and it makes sense. Now, next week, we'll have a very 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 exciting and fun episode i'm so excited this is something that i've been waiting to do for a really long time it's not going to be anything educational or whatever well it might be oh it will be um but it's just gonna be really fun um and it will have a special guest Um, the next, there'll be a couple of episodes that are coming out actually that have some really awesome guests. I'm so excited. Um, this has been something that I've wanted to do for a while. So to expand into bringing other people onto this platform to share the beautiful work that they do or just their beautiful spirit and their beautiful ass energy. Like I'm so hype. I'm so excited. Like, the timing is just perfect. Um, And just, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you are interested in supporting, you can buy a reading. Or you can donate slash tip me with my PayPal, which is in the description box. Anyway, happy Leo season. Be patient. It's coming. I promise. Don't mark the dates in your calendar. I'm serious. Don't. Like, just let it happen. Favorite song by Tame Impala. Just let it happen. Just flow with the process. It's just everything. The This beautiful knot and bow that this gift is being tied in is just in the works right now. And you just got to show up in the way that the universe is asking you to show up for it to happen. And you can't be afraid of whatever is being asked of you to be let go or embraced. You know, it's kind of scary, but it's also kind of, like I said, it's beautiful. It's exciting. It's something new. Oh, my God. Anyway. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the new moon. We'll talk next week and we'll talk during the full moon in two weeks. Yeah, exciting.